Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Never wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf helped you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, he's Bob Casper. The pros are playing a pro-am without the ams, without the fans, and without the celebrities, but it's still Pebble <laughs> Beach. And uh, Bob, your dad, Billy Casper, won this a uh, couple of times. 
Yeah, he won it twice. Uh, won in 1958. Uh, he won by four shots. He shot 11 under par. And then the second time he won it was in 1963. Won by a stroke and only shot three under par. Well, he was also two times a runner-up. He liked it at Pebble Beach. And I know the celebrities liked playing with Billy. And I'll tell you what, uh, one thing he could do is fill it up with a flat stick. And that's what we're starting to see happen again for Jordan Spieth, which is super exciting. He is the story of the week. We'll get into all of that. Plus, we're going to welcome in PGA Tour two-time winner Troy Merritt. Jeff Babineau is going to stop by as well in an extended discussion with the caddy this week based Based on the news from the PGA of America that range finders will be allowed for their major championships. And Bob, your initial reaction when you got the news about from the PGA saying, hey, we're going to go allow, allow range finders uh, lasers to be used in our majors. I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know that a lot of guys will like make it a steady diet or their first uh, thing that they go to as far as getting their yardages. But I think uh, for the most part, um, they will be used. You'll see guys using them, especially when they get out of position and they need to um, get an accurate yardage from where they're at, uh, whether it's in the rough or on in the trees or in another fairway, that kind of thing. But I think it's uh, it's a great move, and we'll see if it helps with the speed of play or if it hinders the speed of play. And we'll see if it's adopted by the PGA Tour or other major championship events. Right now, just for the PGA and uh, the ladies in the senior PGA as well. Uh, yep. We'll t- have a discussion about that, the history of yardage uh, range finders, how it all came to be, how they add or subtract from the books, and all of that with the caddy, and he is the man that knows that. Plus, uh, Jeff Babineau, as we mentioned, will join us for a great discussion. And it's Valentine's weekend. It's President's Day weekend. We've got lots of things going on. As I said, Pebble Beach is the big story. And uh, a love affair with golf. It seems the fans have a love affair with Jordan Spieth. And what a Saturday 61 it was in Phoenix a week ago. He's followed that right back up. He's atop the leaderboard heading into the weekend at Pebble. Yeah, unfortunately, he didn't play well on Sunday. All he needed to do was shoot a couple under par, and he would have won that golf tournament. But he ended up shooting one over par and and uh, finishing uh, a few shots a few shots back to Brooks Kepka. But here he is leading again, and that's an exciting thing. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out this weekend. A lot to talk about. We're just getting started. Not so good for uh, the winner from two years ago, Phil Mickelson. We'll get into all of it next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor. 
providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Epic Drivers, uh, Epic Speed Drivers. you got to check them out at CallawayGolf.com. you got Speed, you got Max, you got Max LS. they got a driver for everyone, and uh, I'll tell you what, they are really fun to hit. Beautiful looking, some incredible technology. They've expanded what they're doing as far as forgiveness, and uh, you're, you're going to love You want to get out and hit them at CallawayGolf.com. All right, Bob, uh, as we mentioned, Pebble Beach this week, I, I tell you, I thought it was interesting. Shane Bacon last week uh, t- tweeted mm-hmm. out that that he, he said, what you're feeling today only can be generated from Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth. And it, it was interesting. It kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, hmm, that that, that seems a bit uh, exclusive there with those just those two players. But there's something about watching Jordan play well. We've talked about that if we could pick a story, it would be to see Jordan Spieth get back into the winner's circle to get his mojo back. That Rory yes. McIlroy perhaps could finally get over the hump and win the career Grand Slam in a green jacket. We talked about some of those mm-hmm. storylines that are in play. Certainly, Tiger returning and winning a major that that took place last year was was absolutely or two years ago was phenomenal. So, um, what is it about Jordan? Do you suppose that makes him such a fan favorite out there? Well, I think it's a couple of things. First of all, I think he's very open about the way he communicates and talks. Um, he seems like he's not unpro- unapproachable. Um, and then when he gets going. And he's hitting the ball close and he's making putts and making long putts like we saw him last week uh, make on 16 and 17 or the one he made at the British Open where he said, go get that. Um, When he starts doing stuff like that, people get fired up and they get excited. And he's got that smile on his face. He, you know, he's 
he's a, he's an assassin when he gets going and loves winning and competing, but he's kind of the hometown guy, somebody that's not unapproachable and somebody that people feel like he's their best friend. He's, he's, we've seen him in action. We've been to tournaments, majors, yep. and and he will stand there with a crowd of people and he'll sign autographs and yep. not just sign it out of uh, duty, but he'll genuinely, you know, look people in the eye, the kids, communicate with them. I mean, he's he really is good with the play. And, I'm not, and that's not exclusive to Jordan. There's a lot of players that are that way out on the PGA Tour, but I do think that adds to it, the way he uh, also interacts and treats his sister and, you know, things like that. He's, yeah. he's been... Special needs, mm-hmm. yeah. He's yep. been he's been a really great uh, role model in, in a lot of ways for, from that standpoint. But still, uh, that aside, it has been some time since he's picked up a W. It's been over three years, and here he is. Looks to have some form back. And it's golf is a crazy sport, Bob. It is you know you can go from on top of the world. You know, a, a year in 2015 when he had a chance to win all four major championships, won two of them, uh, and then you know to just lose it to not even. To fall, you know, so far that he, he he didn't even know what he was doing out on the golf course, you know, trying to make cuts, and now to see him get that back and the confidence is obviously growing. What do you make of his uh, first two rounds so far at Pebble Beach? Well, he's played some beautiful golf. Uh, first round, of course, he shot sixty five, um, you know, seven under par, uh, and um, just you know hit the ball pretty well and made some putts, you know, made some birdies second round spyglass Hill, the tougher of the two golf courses. And he goes out and shoots 67, five under par. And when you can shoot five under par at spyglass, it means that your golf game is kind of hitting on all cylinders, you know, to be 12 under par after two rounds, um, is a good thing. And we're expecting some weather coming in on the weekend. So, um, it was nice to be able to, to, for him to be able to, to get those two scores under his belt and then, um, he, you know, he's going to have to play some good golf on the weekend if he expects to contend and to be there. Yeah, I mean, you look at his round at Spy, you know, four birdies and a bogey on the front, uh-huh. uh, two birdies and a clean card on the back uh, for that 67. And then the Jordan Spieth things, you know, you talked about holing out those putts on 16 and 17 Saturday in Phoenix. How about the hole out on 10 with a wedge? Yep. And he throws it in behind the hole and spins it back for an eagle two on the par four 10th hole. He dropped uh, birdies at 14, 15, and 18 as well as you mentioned going out there in 65 so just a single bogey on his card in both of his rounds and uh, i tell you what that's impressive when patrick cantley goes out in the opening round and shoots 62 and ties the competitive uh, course record at pebble beach we haven't seen it since 97 david duvall back in 83 tom kite so it's it's not that this happens very often and he took advantage of absolutely perfect scoring conditions uh, on Thursday. And uh, Patrick uh, Cantley continues to be a force to be reckoned with. He's, he's not going away, by the way. He'll be back on Pebble. No. Struggled a little bit today at Spy, but back at Pebble. And uh, he, he's, that, that he's got things going. He's one. He's going to be tough to beat. Yep. I agree with you. A, a one over par, as you said, in the second round. But the guy, that, another guy that's impressive, too, is Daniel Berger. He's really come on and played some really good golf since they came back from COVID. Um, and to see him only one shot back of Jordan Spieth at 11 under par, Daniel Berger's playing well as well. A guy that's not playing well, you may remember that you may recognize this voice. The start of this West Coast is is an important time for me, the, the first two months of the year, I would say, because... I will be able to see if I'm able to play and compete at the highest level, which is ultimately the goal and my desire. And I haven't been doing it consistently the way I would like last few years. 
I'm optimistic that some of the changes in the two areas that I needed to work on, which are driving the golf ball and putting, I'm optimistic that I've improved those areas and will allow myself a chance to compete. And if- All right, so that was some of the quotes from the American Express. Bob, neither of those <laughs> things were on display. Uh, an impressive, no. what was that, nine uh, at the 18th in round number two at Pebble Beach. Yeah, 74 and 80. And let's not forget that just two years ago in 2019, the year the PGA or the U.S. Open was at Pebble Beach, he shot 65 at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am to win the golf tournament in the final round. So, unfortunately, fell down the road. That might be the announcement of his uh, resignation on the PGA Tour regular while he goes and explores more on the PGA Tour champions. Uh, We'll take a short break. When we come back, Troy Merritt joins us from Monterey. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoopsvision.com Vision.com. 
Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio, and really excited to get out to our next guest. We go to the Monterey Peninsula, participating in this week's AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, but not really a pro-am this this year uh yeah. troy Merritt, two-time winner on the pga tour and was just talking with him 10 years now uh on the pga tour that's quite a milestone hey troy how are you yeah guys thanks for having me back on and yeah 10 years it's gone by uh, really slow and really fast at the same time and i think you could still call it the pro-am this week i'm sure a lot of guys felt like they played like games today <laughs> It happens, right? It happens. Uh, ten, so you, you mentioned that goes fast and slow. Um, 10 years on tour. I mean, a decade playing golf. Here, here's my question. I mean, I've been playing golf for a long time, but not every day and at the clip that you do and under the pressure that a tour player does. Do you still like to play golf? Is that a challenge when you do it for that long? Oh, absolutely. I mean, even when I'll play with my buddies, you know, if they don't give me a three-footer every now and then you still feel a little bit of the butterflies, you know, throw a little extra focus in there. And, you know, that's just, you know, playing for maybe $5. And it, it's nice to be able to uh, to feel uh, those little uh, butterflies when you have just, uh, you know, regular fun rounds of golf. I think that means that uh, you care about it, you're having fun. And then obviously, yeah, well, you get to come out and do it against the best players in the world. So not too bad of a way to make a living, but I'd, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> have you always been a competitor somebody that uh that likes to compete against other people and and uh most notably now on the pga tour against yourself yeah absolutely ever since i was a kid i mean i was always kind of the the, the one of the smaller kids uh, in, in uh, from my age group so i always had to work a little bit harder whether it be on the golf course on the basketball floor on the football field or, or what have you so I had to uh, hone my skills in a bit on in, in each arena so I could uh, be as competitive as, as I could be. And, uh, yeah, it just uh, I, I can't do any of the other sports anymore, but I'm still trying to maintain golf as long as I can. You're not throwing up any uh, balls in the hoop anymore? <laughs> you know, uh, we did get our boys at basketball hoop. We got it in the ground in uh, December, so it's it's – it's been in the ground for about two months now. And yeah, I go out there and fire some shots up. It, uh, it goes in every now and then. <laughs> I'll bet it does. Troy Merritt joining us here on real golf radio. He's being modest. He was a heck of a baller. Um, the uh, PGA tour. Well, actually, before we get into that, uh, you're at Monterey. Uh, it obviously is different without the amateurs. That's kind of the, the, the signature event. Uh, and only know, two courses, right? You lose Monterey Peninsula country club. What, what's the feeling? What's the atmosphere been like this week so far? Oh, it's been really quiet. Uh, not near as grand. I mean, you lose out on a bunch of the celebrities and, and athletes and entertainers and, and obviously some of the uh, the higher-end AMs that we get to, to meet and play with each year. And, and, you know, there's usually just a big, vast tent, you know, where, you know, all the players and the AMs and the caddies go in and, and can mingle and eat. And they don't have that this year. And obviously no stands-up. I mean, Pebble Beach isn't a bad course to, to take a couple sights in. But when there are no stands, there's a lot more that you can see. It's it's quite uh, spectacular. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Um, do you get, when you've played in this event year after year, have you always played with the same amateur or has has have you switched up with amateurs and, and got paired with other other guys? No, I've been, uh, let's see, I've played in eight with the M's. 
Uh, this will be my first one without the M, and I took off to one-year rehab. And so eight different M's for me. Uh, but you still see, I mean, you know, you make friends, you know, you're you're in contact, you know, at various times throughout the years. And obviously when you play year in and year out, you see some of the old AMs from years past. So, I mean, it's nice to, uh, to change it up a little once in a while. I think you'd get a little old playing the same AM year in and year out. Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So best amateur story, whether it's from Pebble Beach or otherwise, uh, from your pro-AM days. <laughs> uh, man, I... My my favorite one is actually from uh, one of my uh, sponsors, MGM Resorts. We were playing in their big VIP Invitational down in Vegas a few years back, the Coca-Cola Invitational at Shadow Creek. And on the very first uh, hole that I played, it was 12 or 13. It's a par three down the hill. And it was a shotgun start. Hadn't met my M's yet. They've got me playing back at like 220. I hit the best shot of the day for me. It was a five iron. Hit it into about 15 feet. So I go down to meet my M's. They're playing about 175 yards. They're from Detroit. Guy named Marty says, Hey, uh, we're going to play a hundred dollar holies today. I'm like, well, what's a hundred dollar holy? He said, well, if you, uh, hold out for Eagle or you hit a hole in one, everybody owes you a hundred dollars. And being the professional I was, I took out the scorecard to look at their handicaps and I saw that they were relatively high. So I said, yep, let's play a hundred dollar holy. And his, per- his first shot went right in the hole for a hole in one. <laughs> Of course it did. Of course yep. it did. <laughs> oh, wow! And then he acted like he does it all the time. Yeah, so how, I lost hundred dollars. How so many? I've gotten a lot of good use out of that story. That's a great story. How many holes in one have you had out there, Troy, or ever? On the, on the PGA Tour, zero four in my life. So okay, all right. No, that's great. Troy Merritt joining yeah. us here on Real Golf Radio. That's a good story. Uh, the PGA Tour. Uh, or the PGA of America, rather, made, made an announcement this last week saying that they're going to allow distance measuring devices in their three major championships. I'm just curious what's your thought as a professional when you, when, when you find out you're going to be able to use range finders? You know, I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know, I think the, for it to speed up play, it's, it's mostly going to be when guys are uh, out of position offline, trying to get the ball back into play or trying to, you know, triangulate a yardage instead of trying to, figure out walking it off and taking, you know, several minutes to do so, you know, just a quick laser at the pin or to carry a bunker or what's it, you know, to the other side of the fairway or how far is that tree, you know, just kind of speed up play that way. Uh, you know, when guys are in the fairway, um, I mean, I could actually see it maybe even taking a little bit uh, longer. Uh, you know, I think guys, especially at the professional level, will still be using their books mostly. Um, and then they might double check the yardage with their laser. And then, you know, if you have got two different numbers, what are you going to do? Then you're going to triple check it. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think I mind it so much. Um, I think it's really not going to change the game a whole lot. Those books are pretty good, and and uh, the lasers aren't always you know spot on. You know they're they're within a few yards, which uh, you know us as professionals we want it down to the yard. So we like to think that that book is is pretty much spot on. But uh, yeah, I mean it'll be fine. We'll we'll just see what happens. What particular way would you use it, or what would you go through as far as your your pre-shot and getting yardage and stuff like that if you're going to use one? I think, uh, like, like I said, if I you know hit it in the fairway or just off the fairway, I'm just going to stick with the book. It doesn't take very long to, uh, to find the head, do the numbers, and makes you feel like you're working. Uh, where I would use it is, you know, if I'm offline and it's trying to punch out or, or get something up around the green or trying to figure out a, a carry number that might not be in a book 
or, or, you know, to, to shoot a tree, um, you know, like we used to do in college cause we never hit the fairway. But, um, yeah, I, I just mostly use it offline. I probably stick with the book when I'm in play. Hey, Troy, when you're with your caddy and you, let's just assume you're, you're within the hole, you're, you're playing. So we'll call you in position, whether you're in the fairway or the rough or what have you, what is your, what is your particular strat or I don't know if strategy is the right word, but your method that you go through in figuring out your distance, are you looking front of the green then checking the pin sheet, counting it off to the flat? We'll kind of go through just for a for, for amateurs, I guess, perspective, how you kind of pick a, a club based on the number. Yeah, you know, let's say you come up in the fairway and your ball is, you know, next to the 142-yard uh, mark sprinkler head. Uh, in our book, it's going to say, let's say, 126 yards to the front of the green. Uh, that You then calculate uh, or you look at your pin sheet. Let's say it's 27 on. So you got your 126 and, and 27, 153 to the hole. Uh, let's say that's, you know, tucked on the right side of the green. That sprinkler head will also have a cover number. So let's say it's, you know, 135 cover. Um, and then, uh, you're going to add, you know, your, your seven more or whatever have you to get your 142. So you look at the front number, uh, you, you know, check the pin sheet, you look at covers over bunkers or, you know, if there's anything like that or cover over a, a slope or to a ridge and, and then, you know, just whittle it down to what, what land number do I want? Where's the wind at? Uh, what number, what final number are we playing? And then let's go. And, uh, you know, I, I drew that out for about a 30, 45 second thing, but really it only takes eight to 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. You were mic'd up in, um, was it Tahoe where you were mic'd yep. up and you, yep. you had yep. quite a bit of that going through in that final round, which was actually pretty cool to hear you guys talk through that. That was, that was probably as good of insight from a, somebody mic'd up that I can remember just the way you methodically go through and you do, you pick it up really quickly. Yeah. It kind of fired through the numbers. I mean, that was, one of the few things I was good at as a kid was, you know, pretty quick math uh, calculations until they started throwing letters in there and then I was lost. <laughs> but basic, basic computation I can handle pretty well. And, uh, yeah, at Tahoe you get to throw in altitude as well. And, I mean, we do here a little bit as well. But, yeah, I mean, once you do it all the time, it, it's amazing how quick you can get it done. So do you um, do you have a book as well as your caddy? Um, do you Do you do it? Both of you guys do it. Does the caddy just do it? How's, how do you do it as, as a professional? You know, I, I used to, uh, um, earlier in my career, just let the caddy do it. Um, and then obviously trust in, in, in the numbers that he was getting. Now, uh, I do it. I tend to walk ahead uh, a little bit more and, um, it just helps me to stay engaged. I mean, we're starting to play courses. I mean, we just talked about it now for, you know, for 10 years. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's things you got to do to stay in the moment. I realize you're playing for a lot of money and, you know, you're trying to win tournaments and, and whatnot, but when you start seeing the same places over and over and over again, you start to get a little complacent. So by me doing yardages as well and figuring stuff out, helps me to stay in the moment, stay in the golf shot and, and still do the best I can. Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, um, with uh, with the rest of this week and where you're at this year, uh, if I remember right, you you got a everybody got a bit of a pass last year because of COVID. So, but this is this for all intents and purposes the second year coming off your um, is that right off your last your last win if I remember right is this your exemptions up this year? Uh, yeah, they gave me uh, one additional year, so yeah, it'll be up this year. So what's your plans? Uh, you said you've been on the road a lot. T- talk us through what your mindset is with uh, a year where you've got to, you know, got to keep your card. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I've played the whole West Coast thus far. Um, better golf than scores. Um, West Coast and I usually don't get along. I don't know why I usually play all the tournaments, but I did again this year. I'm playing Riviera next week, which I love Riviera. And then it uh, looks like I'll get uh, two weeks off. They changed the qualifications a little bit for some of the tournaments this year. So I'm not in Bay Hill. Uh, and right now I'm just barely in uh, the Players Championship here. I've got two more weeks to, to solidify my spot in there, where typically if you finish in the top 125 on the, on the previous year, FedEx Cup, you get in. But uh, this year it's one of three events where they've taken the top 125 of last year's list and adding it to the top 125 of this year's list. So, or um, it just keeps going. You have to be in the top 125 from last year plus this year, two weeks prior to the tournament. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, so that's uh, uh, Riviera next week is like that. Uh, the players and then Hilton Head, although Hilton Head also has the weird one where if you've been a tour winner in the last you know couple of years, you get in. So I'm in Hilton Head based on that. Uh, Riviera I snuck into, and I'm still – Still in the field for the players, but I need to uh, uh, pick up some points here this week or next week. So, and then after that, it's you know just kind of see what uh, what the schedule looks like. Um, you know, just kind of playing in mostly everything. There's you know forced weeks that I have to take off, whether it be WGCs or Augusta right now, or uh, you know like Bay Hill. So, um, yeah, I mean I'll play you know my normal 27, 28 tournaments probably this year. What is it? The what's uh, kind of a couple of things you're working on? Uh, right now, I've actually gone to a little bit of a draw with the driver off the tee. Without having to get into the gym, I picked up about 15 uh, yards, which makes me a little bit more competitive. But uh, brought the drive and accuracy down just a little bit, so I'm still playing with that a little bit. And my putter's been uh, uh, not very good for a lot of months now I haven't made a whole lot and I've missed a lot of short ones, which uh, I'm not used to. Uh, and, and I don't like it. <laughs> so I've been, uh, I've been, wor- I've been working on the short ones and, uh, and just trying to get the ball in the hole. And, uh, there's glimpses every now and then there's glimpses, but uh, just uh, not as consistent as I would like it. Do you bench the putter? Um, I have putted with a couple different ones. Uh, this uh, this uh, 2021. Actually, both of them are the yes putter, but one's got a white head, one's got a black head. The one with the black uh, is the one I've won twice with, and one the one with the white one I actually used first back in 2013. And uh, yeah, just kind of going back and forth. I mean, they're the same head, but for some reason the white one sits a little bit more flush. But uh, yeah, just um, you know, when you when you, when you see them lip out and come up short and miss high and miss low and it, you know, it really just starts beating on the confidence. So you just got to keep trying to put your way through it until you start making them and build that confidence. And the only yep. way to get through it is to keep putting. Absolutely. Yep. Well, see, we brought you on the show. That man across the way from me here is Bob Casper, his dad, Billy Casper, one of the greatest putters of all time. And we got a little thing on the show. It's called Casper Karma. So we're, we're invoking the Casper Karma on you, Troy. Take it for the rest of the time, and uh, let's see some balls going in the hole, huh? Yeah, I could use that. I would very much appreciate that. All right. It's all yours, man. Hey, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Always good to catch up with you. And enjoy the weekend there at Pebble. Yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Stay safe. There you go. Troy Troy. Troy Merritt, two-time winner out on the PGA Tour, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Take a short break. Show continues next. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. 
The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. And the segment brought to you by the new Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah, a Scottsdale-style a Scottsdale style resort coming to Utah. you got to check it out down in southern Utah. Uh, Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, full amenities, uh, world-class shopping and dining, and exclusive real estate uh, opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. Hey, we're uh, excited to get out to uh, our good friend out in Florida, Jeff Babineau. He writes for anyone that uh, is... Uh, legit. Uh, they will pick up Babs. He's writing for PGATour.com. You can also catch him on Morning Read. He's just a veteran golf journalist and an even better guy. Jeff, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, it's good to have you back on the show. We, we thought we needed to catch up and, you know, it's Valentine's weekend, so just a heads up, by the way, you know, you got a little extra day with it being on a Sunday, so if you haven't taken care of the missus, this is your fair warning. 
Is that directly to me? Yeah. <laughs> Public service announcement. Good, that is a very good reminder. I'm going to make note of that. You're right. You're right. I got to do something. And and the second love affair thing I wanted to check in with you on is is Tom Brady. I mean, as a long lifelong Pats fan, what was it like watching Brady celebrating there in your home state? You know, it was impressive. I mean, I've, I used to cover the Tampa Bay Bucks for the Orlando newspaper. Back in the day, we were awful back then. Jeez, I mean, you'd walk in the locker room, they were 2-12, and 12, and you'd look around and say, what am I going to write today? <laughs> uh, but Tom Brady has changed the culture there, and, and it was fun to watch. I, I didn't think they would beat the Packers, and I didn't think they would beat the Chiefs. So, you know, it's kind of like Tiger Woods. You know, what you want to doubt that guy a little bit, you just kick yourself the day after. You know, he just, um, I mean, I don't think he played great, but he played well enough and managed it, and, Bucks were uh, pretty awesome, so it's fun to watch. Yeah, he's the ultimate manager, no doubt about it. Um, he's, oh, man. He just figures out how to get it done and to get people in the right positions and all that kind of thing. Yeah, he's a good – I mean, I like hearing that he's a great teammate. You know, if you're the 40 – if you're the 53rd guy on the roster, he has some kind of relationship with you and keeps you pumped up and tries to make sure whatever role you have, you're doing that the best and – those are those are cool guys, you know, that make that lift the team around them and yeah. and rare guys. So, you know, he's already talking about getting faster for next year. He's watching these quarterbacks run around. He goes, I gotta do a little more of that. So at forty three, he's always getting better, right? So we certainly can translate that into golf, that's for sure. Yeah, right. I mean a lot of comparisons between uh Brady and Tiger Woods and um, you know, being the best in their their sports, but you know, I, I don't know. Father Time's an interesting one, and and not only not only Father Time, but what's impressive about what Brady's done is is the I always look at, at golf through the windows, right? And you you know th- this this transitions well into Jordan Spieth and a little bit into Brooks Kepka too, because you've got these windows of time. Let's say you're physically able and you're still physically gifted to play golf into your fifties or sixties. But the window of time in which you can dominate, of which you can, you, everything comes together. Those windows have varying timelines to them, and I think that's what makes Tiger's career so impressive. Jordan had his window where he looked like he was the. I mean, the comparisons were to the greats, and I'm not suggesting that that it was ill-founded. But you know, it, all of a sudden that window closed, and now we're starting to see that maybe peek back open. You wondered if Brooks Kepka and the run he went on with the major championship suddenly injury uh, jumped in, and 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 maybe that window was closed. And he wins last week in Phoenix. So it's it's interesting, isn't it? The way um, not even so much father time, but just the talent window or the opportunity window, especially in golf, is is really sometimes small. You know, you're right. I mean, it's and it's so tied to confidence, and confidence can be so fleeting out there, right? I mean, Spieth was one of those guys. He just figured out. I, I loved him because in his prime, because he just figured out a way to get it done, and. You know, you look at these guys and you say, oh, Bryson, you know, he's a great, uh, he drives it great. Or, you know, different guys that Phil hits great irons, all this. Speed to me, was always a scorer. And that's like a lost art. You I mean, you go back to the days of, you know, Ray Floyd out there and different guys that, that, that was their strength, scoring. And that's such yeah. a big part of the game. And Speed just, you know, hitting it all over the lot and winning a, a British Open title and, and, and things like that. So, He's got that little extra, that little extra thing inside that not everybody has. You know, you look at Kepka, the way he treats majors and plays so well at them. He's got some extra element that not everybody has. So those guys are special, and uh, when their confidence is down, they're like anyone else. But 
when they start to get get it back, the swagger comes back. And, and I mean, I'm looking at guys like Speed and Brooks Kepka winning last week and Jason Day showing some signs. And it's kind of cool to see these guys kind of climbing their way back a little bit. You know, and he shot, uh, Speed shot that great uh, round on Saturday and put himself into position to have an opportunity to win was leading the golf tournament going into Sunday. And that's one of the things he talked about. He didn't. He talked about not um, not necessarily thinking swing, but going out and just having fun and scoring. And, and he was able to. He, you know, even though he hit it in the desert, um, he, you know, he hit great shots next to, next to the flag, made some putts. And then those putts he made down the stretch on the 16th and 17th holes, those were phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, and then on Sunday, he had a hard time with the putter, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. Uh, yep. he had one putt the last two greens, not to have 36 putts. So with him, the putter is so huge, I think, because he's not, he's not long at all. He's very average length or just maybe slightly above average length. Um, and it was always the putter that seemed to get him going. That round on Saturday was so fun to watch. And, and honestly, you know, on Sunday, I wanted to turn over and start watching some of the Super Bowl pregame I couldn't turn the channel. I mean, I thought that was a great finish. There were great characters in there. Shockley is another guy that's so close to maybe being a dominant force out there if he puts it together. He's, he just keeps putting himself there. Um, you know, like our you guys, I know our big buddies with Tony Fino. I mean, there's that's a hard thing to do is to keep putting mm-hmm. yourself there. And, and it, it wears on you a little if you're not, you know, pulling away some trophies here and there. So, um yeah, it was. I thought it was fascinating to watch on Sunday. You know, Kepka just kind of hung in there, had the huge pitch in, and uh, you know, then all of a sudden you look and it's going to be his tournament. But uh, up until that point, it was anyone's, and it was just really cool viewing. I thought. So Shane Bacon sent out a tweet on Saturday of Phoenix, and he said, "There's only two guys that make you feel like you're feeling today, and it's Tiger and Jordan." And I thought that was kind of interesting. I had to process that for a minute because I was really having fun watching Jordan do, and I. You know, Bob and I have talked about this coming in, I think, last year and coming in again this year, that the biggest story for us would see Jordan Spieth get his game back because there's something about watching him play. And maybe it's the fact that he, you know, he has a chicken wing, you know, sort of follow through. Maybe it's that he doesn't bomb it. He doesn't seem to have any sort of, you know, uh, I mean, you talk about Tony. I mean, the guy, you know, Tony, DJ, Brooks, these guys are, I mean, Bryson's built himself into this massive athlete, which most of us are not. Uh, we maybe think we once were, but maybe Jordan's more relatable that way, that he just doesn't seem to have any superpower other than winning. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I'm watching Jordan last week on Saturday and Sunday, and I'm thinking he's he's kind of got the, that element that Phil brought, right? I mean, there's a little bit of what what's next. Remember the old, you know, what will Phil do next? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jordan can hit it anywhere, you know? I mean, he, he can hit it anywhere the way he's kind of, you know, thinking a lot about how he's driving it and, you know, hitting, you know, playing rounds, hitting only a handful of fairways. So he, he can drive it all over the place. His irons are brilliant. And then you wonder if he gets the putter going. But he's one of those exciting guys to watch. I mean, you got to look at Bryson like that right now, right? How's Bryson going to play a golf course? Uh, he's been talking about driving the sixth hole at Bay Hill next month, which, you know, bends that double dog leg. It's a 348-yard carry, I think. Were, uh, were you there you know, in 98 when Daly tried it? I, You bet. I, well, he, he actually got in trouble with a three-wood because he drove it in the water, and then he, then he tin-cupped a bunch of three-woods that were, you know, falling 10 feet short of clearing. And he made an 18. I, I watched that. I was sitting in the um, – 
press room that day, and Curtis Strange's mom used to do the scoreboards inside Bay Hill. And uh, I saw her pencil in an 18 for Daly on the sixth hole. <laughs> and we were like, man, we better get out there for that. So, uh, yeah. So, I, but he's got that thing like, man, I, I want to watch that. I mean, if you pay 50 bucks now to go to a tour event, you want to watch, you know, want to watch some guy bunt it around and you want to go watch Bryson and see what he's doing. Uh, so uh, I think Jordan has that, that extra thing that you, you and my pain and walking 18 holes with him. Cause you're going to see a little bit of everything. Oh man. Uh, yeah. that's uh, <laughs> daily. Crazy daily stuff. was beast, go big or go home, man. Beast mode, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, someone, that, someone that's a little bit different, but, but still in, in there in Florida. Uh, I, I'm, I think it's super cool that Annika Sorensen's going to play an LPGA event right there at her home course at Lake Nona. What, what's your take? Yeah, no, that's neat. I mean, I, I talked to Annika in December when she was going to tee it up at the Diamond Resorts LPG event. You know, she played in the celebrity division. You know, and it's it's hard. It's she she has a career. She's not out there to get trophies anymore. But I think she has, there's such a competitor inside her. She's not just going to pop out there like it's some pro am or something. She's going to work. And uh, her little, uh, you know, she and Mike McGee have a daughter and a son and. Their son, Will, is into golf, so Annika will pick him up after school and go play, you know, seven, nine, ten holes. And it's got her back into the game a little bit. Now she's just got to find a way to score a little bit. She hits it. I watched her play a little bit uh, here in Orlando last month, and she hit it pretty good. So I think that's a cool story. And it's cool that all these young – a lot of these young players came up playing her Annika events. Mm -hmm. And now they get to to play alongside her and pick her brain and have a relationship – Danielle Kang has a texting relationship with Annika. So she's kind of filling a mentor role. And well, that's cool, man. That's, that's one really cool element of golf, the way that it just crosses so many generations. And it has this giving aspect that you're not, you know, kind of holding the next generation off. You're helping them along. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to that. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah. It, the interesting thing is she said she doesn't play a lot of 18 whole rounds of golf at Lake Nona no. and she, yeah. and she needs to start doing that and, and her whole basis for doing this and, and maybe getting some more reps is because she's playing the U S senior women's open. And, uh, so she, that's why she feels she needs to, she needs to start playing some events. Yeah. I mean, well, she left it. We, we talked about her desires for this year about getting back competitively a little bit in December. And she, I think she did have an eye on the senior open. Um, but I think it, it has some kind of overlap with her job as the IGF, uh, president, um, and, and looking toward the Olympics if we're going to go to Tokyo. Mm. So I don't know that she's going to be able to play the women's senior open, which is, which is too bad. Cause that'd be a great, uh, a spotlight to be in there where she'd definitely be a factor to win. Um, but yeah, it, but you know, I think it, it opens things for her in the future and keeps her hand in it. You know, it's been a long time since she played LPGA events. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, golf's one of those games. It, it never really leaves you. So it's going to be neat to see what she can do. And, and, you know, she's going to work as hard as anyone at, at, you know, being really respectable out there. There's a lot of guys listening to the show right now that disagree with you on that. It feels like game lives, leaves us all the time. <laughs> oh yeah our, our game gave the station yeah hey but any yeah. <laughs> any scuttlebutt on tiger you hearing anything uh being down no, there i haven't heard anything you know i was at a bay hill this week 
Uh, they were talking, you know, we're going to, there's going to be four or 5,000 fans, maybe at Bay Hill. And I think that's what everyone kind of has circled. You think of a tiger, but there's no, no real word out of his camp, how he's doing, if he's hitting balls, whatever, uh, or what his status is. And, um, so we'll see, uh, but that, that would make sense. You know, you know, he's really looking toward April mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, big picture, he's got to get some kind of competition under his belt. So it would make sense to uh, pop into the Florida swing, certainly at some point. If he's able to, that's quite a remarkable if thing he's able. for sure. Yeah. 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 If he's able, right. Cool stuff. Right. Well, yeah. I, te- I teased you about uh, taking care of the misses. I know you will. I, I uh, just giving you a friendly <laughs> reminder there, buddy. That's all. <laughs> hey, I, I spread mulch this morning. I could put that in a card. Nice. There you go. It. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. how you'd how you'd exactly couch that to Valentine's, but you know, hey, um, there's there's got to <laughs> be dudes. you could pen a line somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, we got we got no rules here. I can claim it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, best of luck on your. I know you're going to be traveling around a bit, and uh, you know, safe travels, and we'll look forward yeah. to catching up with you again soon. We will. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, boys. There you go. Thanks, Jeff, Jeff Babineau. Check him out on PJTour.com. Morning read as well. And just all around good dude. Love talking golf with Jeff. We'll take a short break. More of the show continues next. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to bob at casbyrealestate.com. That's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right welcome back to the show that's gonna do it for hour number one still to come on the back nine hour number two america's favorite caddy we'll do a deep dive on the history of yardage finding on the pga tour how do these guys actually get to their number how about how has it evolved and now range finders coming in on pga of america events also a special thanks to troy merritt and jeff babineau who joined us here in hour number one stay tuned the back nine's coming up next right here on real golf radio 